0: From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5.
1: Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for Wednesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, chocolate, Braveheart. Aaron Raybold the Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713 780. ESPN's your number. 713 780 3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You are good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Power. F A O U R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is blitzed. At Degenerates 975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. And it's a Wednesday when you call, text, tweet, Twitch. Run naked through the studio with a question on your chest. Put odds on it. Well, you know, it's going to be a fun show, Hoffman. Huh? Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. we get to just sit here and analyze the schedule all show long as these games pop out. Or not. <laughs> or well,
2: not. I don't know. I
1: mean, really, you don't want to sit here and, and totally analyze the Texans-Jaguars right now? Like, like, uh, okay, who, let's, who, do it. Who, let's do it. Who the hell was that on? It? I don't
2: even know who's going to play for the Texans, to be honest. I have no idea what their opening day lineup is going to look like. I don't if, know how
1: Nick Casario is going to do as a head coach. No, I have no idea. <laughs> so, uh, I do, I do or know how this.
2: David Cully will do as his, uh, his special teams coach,
1: yeah, or yeah, exactly, <laughs> uh, or his special coach. Yeah, you should be his special coach. Uh, I, I do know this the odds are out for the first week. And I wonder if the Texans are going to be
2: favored in a game all year. I don't think they will be because I mean, they would have to have a surprising start to the season, right? For them to be favored in a, in a game this year. So like they'd have to jump out to like some, they'd have to win a few games that they shouldn't win, <laughs> <laughs> which means any game. I, yeah any game
1: is is one they shouldn't win
2: and then if if they do that enough times then you can see them maybe putting something together and going okay now now we can we can give them a little bit of respect <laughs> but uh, my guess is now the the opening jag the jags game the opener is here right yes so the the fact that the the jags are one and a half point favorites here. A that, team that was 1-15 last year. That pretty much lets you know the Texans are not respected at all. Nor should they be. This is the first time since uh, they've been tracking preseason win total predictions that the there has been more than two games between the predicted worst team And the 30th team like there's a full game between the Texans and the Lions, but there's more than two games between them and the 30th team, which I believe is still the Jets. So, I I mean, it's listen, I'm not buying Jet stock either. No, no, but they are predicted to be one of the worst teams we've seen in in over a decade.
1: Well, is there any reason to not think that that's going to be the case? There's not. We haven't seen anything.
2: Now, listen, they, there's, there is something to new blood and maybe David Culley it can, can get And Let's also, there is something to the, the fact that no one believes in this team, literally no one, and maybe they can somehow make that a rallying cry. But the truth of it is they do not have talented football players. And at the, you know, I, I hate to say it, but th- th- that's just really what it boils down to more often than not is who has the best players, who has the best coaches, and the Texans just don't. I I
1: don't know about the coaching staff yet. I mean, I, listen, David Culley's never been head coach. We don't know if he's any good or not. Right. I do think he's put together a group of guys who have had some success in the NFL as his staff. And have had failures. Yeah, and have had fail- failures as well, but they at least have been there, and... That that's the only thing that I think you can hold your hat on at this point is that you know maybe defensively a different scheme will keep them from being uh, uh, quite as vulnerable as they were last year with the the same awful players and offensively you know maybe Tyrod Taylor can you know get some things done and they can be close to what they were last year and if they are then they'll win a few games they're not going to win a lot of games they're going to win a few yeah and the other the the thing I've got to get used to is the seventeen game schedule now. I keep saying, oh well, what if they go six and ten? Well they can't go six they and can. ten.
2: <laughs> they could go six, ten, and one.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But, but who the hell are
2: they going to tie?
1: Uh Jet, <laughs> the Jets, maybe. But that that's the thing. I mean, I, I I do think that maybe just with better coaching and maybe um just fewer stupid decisions by the coaching staff keeps them in a few more games and maybe they win one at the end. But I don't I don't look at this team and see a group that uh, even even if Air Humper was out there I don't think this is a very good football team maybe they maybe they win six games with him
2: maybe and I'm not even sure of that I I mean is the roster better or worse than it was a year ago I don't
1: I don't I think in some areas it's I w- I don't want to say better it's just not as awful in some areas I, okay. but it's not I mean you can't look at it and say Oh yeah, this team's going to be better than four wins. I I don't think they've improved, but I don't think they're worse. Okay, here's what, and I I, I know that's wishy-washy, but I think they've improved some areas slightly. And I think the only place they've really gotten worse is probably wide receiver. And I don't pass rush. And well, then yeah, it's not like
2: JJ was getting a lot of pass rush last year. He was better than anybody else they had, but uh, and they didn't replace him with someone that's better than him.
1: No, I do think that they'll be the linebacking core will be better.
2: Uh, I think that, like really what like and this is why I say they've gotten worse. They lost JJ Watt and Will Fuller. Both of whom I don't think were like any huge loss, but on last year's team those were probably two of your five best players. And uh, not counting Deshaun. Let's say let's say we're yeah. keeping Deshaun out of it because in this hypothetical Deshaun plays this year, which we he's not. But let's let's say they lose two of their five best players outside a quarterback. They didn't replace those guys with anyone that was better than them I think they're better at the back end of the roster, but I think it takes it's going to take longer for that to even matter
1: well and that's why that's why I say I think in some areas they they did upgrade a little bit in far of, in terms of depth, I think there's probably more depth but it's not like it's great depth. I don't want to make it sound like, oh, they got all these guys who can play. It's, no, they've got some guys who aren't going to completely suck. And I think where they, what they've lost with the pass rush, which wasn't much to begin with anyway, it's not like, you know oh, well, you lost a pass rusher. Well, guess what? You couldn't get to the quarterback last year anyway. No. So you're going to have to be more creative if you're going to do that. And I, I think they've got some players they can do that with, so it's kind of a wash. The Will Fuller thing, you didn't have him for five games last year because... Guess what? He Bob did it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think... Uh, but when he was out there, he, he, was, he was pretty good he when was he was a out weapon there. Yeah, you. and your, what your hope is, is that Brandon Cooks can do what he did last year. Now, how you replace... I, I don't... mean Randall Cobb? Okay. Um, and you hope your draft pick is not a dog. But all that's... That's a lot of hope there. And and, and by the way, you're not going to have your humping quarterback.
2: Yeah. So, Which is the biggest issue. That, like Yeah. It, it would imagine how bad they would have been sans Deshaun last year. Cause we, I mean, we yeah. all, we all agree that was, I mean, outside of quarterback, that was the worst team in the league pretty much. And then you take away that quarterback. Oh boy. I, yeah. I mean, it's it's really hard to say because I mean,
1: I don't know they certainly wouldn't have wouldn't have won I
2: four know, games. I, right.
1: I think they probably might've won three. There were some pretty bad teams that they played last year, but yeah, I I don't know. I and I don't know, but I, I look at this team, and even if I think they might not be much different, I still. And I guess maybe this answers the question: If Deshaun's quarterbacking this team, let's say let's say everything's fine, he's cleared of all charges, he puts his towel back on and decides he wants to play, I still don't know if they win four games.
2: I don't either. Uh, I, my the only way I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the games that they won last year. They, they won the, the first game against Jacksonville. They won it 30 to 14. Deshaun threw for 359 yards and three touchdowns. Would they have won that game with AJ McCarron? I mean, I know Mm -hmm. AJ McCarron wouldn't have thrown for 359 and three touchdowns, but the fact that they won by 16 points maybe they would have won that game, right?
1: Yeah, I I, I think you'd give them that. And, and and I think the Jaguars are trying to lose by then, too.
2: The second game against the Jags, they won 27-25. to 25, uh, And Deshaun threw for 281 and two touchdowns. And then he ran for 50 yards. I'm going to go with th- they don't win that game last year if Deshaun isn't there.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to... The one thing I'm going to couch it with, though, is theoretically, I think your offensive line should be better. You should be able to run the football this year. They could not run the football at all last year, and it had to be all Deshaun. Yeah. And that's why they lost so many close games late, because they couldn't run the ball, and the other team in the fourth quarter had their defense worn out and was beating their ass.
2: And then Deshaun, Deshaun, in the Patriots game, I, I, I can say with certainty they wouldn't have won without Deshaun, because that was one of the better games he played all year. Uh, 344 yards, two touchdowns, ran for a touchdown, ran for 36 yards. I mean, he, he was just he dominated that game. And then the Lions game, Deshaun had a, a great day, not not surprisingly, 318 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, uh, but and he got a defensive touchdown in that game. But too. they also won that game by 16 points as well. So I feel like you know, even a replacement level quarterback, maybe they win that one. But maybe it, it, it is it's scary to think about it in some of the games that they lost that were ish games, like the, um, a good example would be the, the, the Colts game, the, the Colts game that they, uh, that was here. They lost 26 to 20. Well, Deshaun threw for 340 yards in that game. Yeah. What happens if he's not there? Like that's, it's, it's probably not a close game. Deshaun threw for three twenty four against the Bengals in that loss, a six point loss. like, what if it was just Joe Blow quarterback in that game? Yeah, although as far as the yardage numbers,
1: you, you've got to take those with a grain of salt. Some of those games were uh, fourth quarter big True. numbers, and uh, there was a lot of empty passing yards for Deshaun last year in some fourth quarters of games. But that Bengals game was certainly no, not that was, one. No, that was not that, one. That, although, again, they couldn't run the damn ball, so he had to throw every
2: freaking down. That um, was a game where the Bengals scored. Uh, the, the, the Bengals scored. The Texans were winning that game by four points, with two minutes left to go, and somehow lost that game by six points. That, yeah, that's not great.
1: as Deshaun plays, they win more than four. They almost won a few other games last season, also. Almost one is what losing teams always say.
2: And uh, I just and, mentioned they almost lost to the Jags. Yeah. They almost lost to the Patriots. Like, yeah, that, that's every the thing. team almost wins and almost loses some games. Yeah, the
1: good the good teams win those games. Uh, that and the great players win those games. And, and you know, you could, could say what you want about him. Yeah, you know, about about towel guy, but uh, and by the way, great quarterbacks don't go through a season and win four games.
2: And, and let's let's have this discussion. Is there anything that would tell you, based on this off season, that Deshaun has been so focused on football that somehow he's going to be as good as he was a year ago? I can't picture a world where that's the case. I can't imagine if Deshaun, if they said, okay, everything's dropped, Deshaun, you can play week one. I think there's almost a 0% chance that he would be as good or better than he was last year because he hasn't he's probably barely thought about football this off season.
1: Yeah, I mean I,
2: it certainly hasn't been his priority. Well, and
1: and we've talked about this before. It's going to it's going to hang over him. Uh,
2: but like Altuve the year after, yeah, you know, it, 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 it's going to be there for a while. He's going to have to deal with it. Maybe. And there's going to be people waving towels in the, in the stands. and it's ugh. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And, you know, massage me, Watson, and all kinds of stuff like that. <laughs> the, the, the signs are going to be, you know, rub me the right way. The, the, people are going to have fun with this. And, you know, I don't know how mentally tough the guy is that he can, he'll be able to handle all that. I mean, it helps that he's not smart because the dumber you are, the easier it is to be oblivious yeah. to things. But maybe, maybe he needs a smarter lawyer. Maybe he should call lawyer Dave. lawyer, Dave, takes care of everything. What's up, buddy?
3: You know, I'd be glad to help. That's for sure. He's sure gotten himself in a heck of a mess, boys. (laughs) Hey, Blitzers, it's me, Lawyer Dave, Houston-based lawyer David Messmaker. I am your personal injury lawyer. We are part of the Blitzer family. If you get an accident of any kind, anywhere, anytime, hit me up at 713-626-8900.
1: How about that? I I noticed there's a bunch of idiots back on the road again, so the accidents are going to happen. So let's say I get in one, I can't afford to go to a doctor. What are you going to do for me?
3: I'm going to find out where you live, and then I'm going to find a doctor in the specialty that you need, and I'm going to get you to that doctor without any money out of your pocket up front. If you need transportation, I'm going to find that you get a ride back and forth so you can get the treatment you need to get back to being healthy and get back to doing what you want to do.
1: And you don't charge me a dime until I win, right?
3: Well, the blitzers I don't charge, Fred. You're a different story. <laughs> yeah, so let's yeah, not go yeah. there. That's right, blitzers. We we take on this journey together. And if we win, we split the money in a fair proportion at the end. But all along the way, consultations, meetings, all that sort of stuff, no money out of your pocket, folks.
1: That's Abrogado El Tigre Tejano. Tell them how they can get in touch with you.
3: Get a hold of Hombre de Acha at 713-626-8900 <laughs> or email me at LawyerDave.com. Or please send me a tweet at LawyerDaveLaw, and I'd be glad to hear from you and chat with you.
1: And you can always hit me up if you can't remember that, and I will put you in touch. All right, if they need a lawyer, what do they do? They had better dial Dave. There
3: are no mistakes except what you create. You need to know your place. Because
0: it's about to get heavy. Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I don't know how I can explain that in a cooler and more doper fashion. I think I need help. I'm drowning in myself. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex
1: Community Bank Studios... Here is Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we are back on the Blitz. What are the odds Wednesday? Oh, I said how did Kobe perform after rape allegations? How did Tiger Woods and Brett Far perform after their dad's died? I don't, I don't really find those is, is uh, the
2: dad's dying certainly is not.
1: Yeah, it's not a fair comparison. I, I, I think your Tiger one though. Let's go back to when he was the greatest golfer in the world. And then we found out he was banging Denny's waitresses and it became a big national story, much like
2: Perkins waitress.
1: <laughs> okay, Perkins, Denny I didn't even I don't know the difference. I just know they're waitresses. Uh and what happened to him as a golfer when that stuff started following
2: him around? Well, but I mean it also coincided with injury issues. So it's eh, eh. I know Ben Roethlisberger, when he did come back from those allegations, like the the two years following that like that's where the Steelers were like seven and nine, eight and eight type teams. And everyone was wondering if he was ruined. Now, of course, he he figured it out and yeah. and came back and played well. But uh, I, I I don't know, man. I, I just it's hard for me to imagine that Deshaun has been dialed in, like the FARF and and like a that's the a, dad those are thing, one off things. That's too. like, oh man, I, I, a, a giant ball of emotion just hit me right now. Yeah. How am I going to respond? And, and that that's a to me that's totally different than I've had this cloud hanging over my head for the last what are we on now three months
1: yeah and, uh, and by the time you get around to the season you're talking six or seven months by the time he plays it may be a year yeah and you know if if you've ever been through any kind of legal stuff that drags out which this is gonna drag out um you know i, I would just say it, it it's not something that you know it's just like uh anytime you have you know financial problems or something like that it it just weighs on you man you can't be your best so, I mean, I, I do think the one thing he has going for, for him is he's so stupid, he probably won't realize that, you know, <laughs> that people hate him now. So there's that. 713 780 ESPN is your number, 713 780 3776. And, you know, you guys stop making excuses for Tiger getting injured. He got injured because his wife hit him with a damn club. He was <laughs> I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just, nah, saying. just saying. Just saying. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, so he, the first game is, uh, I'm excited about, Cowboys-Buccaneers on Thursday night. That'll probably, probably be the highest-rated television game of the year. It wouldn't
2: surprise me. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it, you know, getting to see, I mean, it's it's America's team. I know people around here don't like to hear that, but it is still one of the most popular teams, and it's against Tom Brady, the defending Super Bowl champs. Like, it, it's yeah, it's going to be a big viewership game, certainly. And presumably the return of Dak. Yeah. And that
1: would be I mean, that would just add to it. I mean I hope
2: I hope Dak's back by then. I know I do he's too. making
1: progress, but that's you know it's still pushing a little bit. But uh, uh and, and you've got the defending champs who've got everybody back. Six point favorites, by the way, on this uh uh on these early odds. But I, I, I do think uh I, I find that interesting. As far as the rest of the Texan schedule goes, I mean when it comes out and tomorrow we 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 do the thing where you go over it, are we we gonna get is it going to matter who they
2: play? Win? We think they're going to. I mean, there, there's. I mean, I'm sure we're going to say, well, this is a winnable game for them, and the first game is a winnable game for them. Yeah. And I mean, being a one and a half point underdog at home isn't. Uh, it's. It's not an unwinnable game. Uh and in fact, oh, but God, I just because I don't know who the quarter. I guess I'm assuming it's Tyrod Taylor would quarterback week one. As long as it's Tyrod Taylor under center week one, I would take the Texans plus one and a half. In the first game
1: yeah I would too I think so
2: I, I think there's going to be a lot of people a lot of public money wanting to back Trevor Lawrence I think there's going to be a lot of public money wanting to fade the Texans and their horrific offseason and th- th- let's face it the Texans were a better team last year they were they were 2-0 and against them last year mind you that was with Deshaun and now the the Jags have upgraded at quarterback as well but I think getting the Texans there is probably, it probably will end up being one of the better values on the board. Pop- now, whether or not they'll win, that's a different story, but that's a game that if they're going to win any games, these are the kind of games they have.
1: To yeah, win. that's, that's, uh, I mean, it's almost a must. And, and it, you want to catch Trevor Lawrence in his first game yep. because you don't know how long it's going to take him to become the kind of player you think he's going to be. It may take, you know, he may be walk in there, he may walk in there and just instantly be great. But he certainly he may ha- take five or six weeks.
2: He certainly has a leg up on the average rookie QB because most rookie quarterbacks don't get their team's playbook six right. weeks before the draft. Like right, although
1: in, it's still going to be behind past years just because of the way the camps are being done, yeah. still and things like that. But yeah, he's got an advantage going in. But that's yeah, you, know, you, you still there's no way of knowing what the time frame is for him. There's no way of knowing what time frame is for Urban Meyer as a head coach in the NFL either uh how how ready he's gonna be so uh if you're gonna get him i guess that's the time to do
2: it yeah and it's much better than say playing the chiefs in week one because you know you're gonna get beat 65 and you would have gotten beat that way either way yeah so it's yeah i'm with you
1: although how many of these games do you really want to win aj
2: well, and, and Lamont asked that yesterday. He said, "If the Texans go out there and win six games, or they go, eight, you know, eight and nine, or whatever, and, and miss the playoffs, is it a, a waste? And and is, are they dickweeds for doing it? Yes. That I mean, that would be the worst thing that they can do is go out there and win more games than they're supposed to. That would be a disaster in my mind. Well, the only way it's not
1: a disaster is is if they're doing it because Davis Mills is so incredible, has turned into a like, uh, a surprise surprisingly good quarterback. Like he's Dak." Yeah, He's, I like mean, he becomes it, Dak. Yeah, and if he does that, and you wind up winning eight games, and you feel like you've got your guy, okay, that's not a waste.
2: But, yeah, but chances are good. Yeah, it's a waste.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, if you win eight games with Tyrod Taylor, it, oh, uh, that's a
2: mega waste because how much yeah. how much more Tyrod Taylor exists? Yeah, you you will have seen all of Tyrod Taylor in that. And case. then the question becomes. Okay, we've seen Tyrod Taylor. We've got Davis Mills. What do we do with our? I mean, if you're if you're eight and nine, you're probably not looking to draft a quarterback in the first round anyway, because the good ones will be gone. Yeah, but or yeah. you just trade all your draft picks again. <laughs> That's possible too. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it's, it's, so long story short, yes, it would it would be a disaster if that were to happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, I I just I think it's like a one percent chance since it's what are the odds Wednesday? It's, it's a one percent chance. That Davis Mills becomes Dak Prescott for the Texans.
2: That's probably fair. One out of a hundred. I mean, I, I
1: hope it does. Yeah. I, but. I, I mean, I do too. Um, it, it, the problem is, you just don't know enough about the guy. He, he didn't have enough of a body of work. Uh, at least with Dak, you, you saw what he did against the SEC. He played really well for that team.
2: Uh, he got a lot out of that team that probably shouldn't have. Got, <laughs> Absolutely, shouldn't have won a lot of games. Yeah, I mean they they were
1: better because of him. I don't know. If that's the case with Davis Mills because I just didn't get to see enough of him.
2: Yeah. Alright, I gotta tell you guys about Allstate. Allstate windows and siding and man I actually had a buddy of mine today who got a quote from Allstate and he was like, T- tell me about the process. The quote's better than what I've been getting from uh, from other guys. You did it too, Aaron? Guess who measured my windows yesterday because they're already going to replace them. Oh, are they really? Yep. Good, signed, good signed for you, a couple days ago. Good for you. How, and, and man, I'm telling you, you're going to be thrilled. It's, it, the process is quick and easy. Did your wife or did you and your wife go over like how you want your windows to look yep that's a pretty cool process and like all the windows on the back of my house now are like these giant picture windows with little sliding glasses at the bottom uh so you can enjoy the views that's what you you know that's what it's there for so uh it, it, if you want the best rates you call Allstate. that you'll you'll get 25 percent off all window packages if you pay cash all cash up front you're gonna save even more if you're a military uh, a vet or a first responder, you'll save even more. They, they're they looking for reasons to give you a discount. Uh, and it's just a fantastic process, fantastic windows. Uh, you want the best rate? Call them 832 204 1936. Or you can check them out online, allstatesidingandwindows.com.
0: Siding and hit it, split I'm just trying to hit it. you not with it. Get up, miss it. You can't catch a slipping if he's slippy. He get- Your home for sports is ESPN 97.5. blitz on espn 97.5 and on espn 92.5 live from the veritex community bank studios here's fred fower
1: and aj hoffman and we are back on the blitz happy what are the odds wednesday let's uh let's try a call it's been a while since we've had a, a good call <laughs> <sighs> they're few and far between so aren't they? Ho- hopefully ryan's call will be a good call if not, that's okay. It'll be par for the course. What's up, Brian?
3: What's going on, fellas? Sports.
2: Sports to you, sir. Uh,
3: so, I was hanging out with some friends last night and got really uh, pretty drunk and made a drunken bet that the uh, Cowboys wouldn't make it to the NFC Championship. What you are the s- odds that that would happen?
2: You said Thanks. that they wouldn't make it? They would or they, they wouldn't? wouldn't? Oh, I don't know. He hung up. But yeah, I think he said they would. Oh. oh. Mm, uh, uh. Uh.
1: Eh, I good hope. You, luck. I hope you got good odds on that. Yeah, uh, like, I hope
2: it wasn't like I'll bet you a hundred dollars. Yeah, he it, said they would make it to the NFC Championship. And is it like uh, again? If if you got like I don't know, eight to one seems fair, right? Uh, Even maybe not eight to one. Would be, I, don't know. I don't know. I you know what? If you bet one to one, though, you're a moron. Yeah. Wait. But I'll say this. I mean, to nah, to your credit, guys. guys. Until we get legalized gambling in this state, people are still going to make bonehead bets like that because yeah, and when you can just walk down the street and place a bet that gets you 12 to 1 odds on the same bet that you're getting 1 to 1 on with your buddy, like your buddy will be uh less apt to sucker you into things like that.
1: Yeah, boy. Uh NFC championship Dallas Cowboys 11 to 1. Okay. So now that's to win the, the championship. He's
2: smarter than we gave him credit for. He said they would not make it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So again, yeah, he's You're good. Yeah. He's
2: in good shape. Especially right now. if you got one to one odds. Now, now your buddy's yeah. the sucker. That's the best.
1: Yeah. What an idiot. And uh you'll be able to get drunk and take advantage of him more and more often in many ways. So, Sexual ways. Yeah, if, if that's if that's your bag, man. If that's your bag. Oh boy. 713 780 3776. Is your number and and now I would not bet against the Cowboys winning the division because it's not like that division's no um, anything to write home about. I but mean, if
2: you I, gave me one to one, like no, yeah. no,
1: you got to give me better than that.
2: But that's what I'm saying. Like if 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 you said Cowboys win the division, if and I say no, they won't, and it's one to one, I'd feel good about the no, they won't side.
1: Yeah, because you're getting three equal chances, yeah. basically, because <laughs> all those
2: teams are the same crappy
1: teams. Yeah. Um and maybe maybe the football team's better because they've got Fitzpatrick now.
2: Maybe the Giants are better.
1: I think the Giants could be better. Um, but yeah, but I still think the Cowboys could be good enough to win that division. And it, I, I think any one of them could, frankly. So Dallas is plus 105 to win the division. Wow. That's okay. Uh, the football team, plus 275. That interests me a little. The Giants, plus 450. Uh, this, is, this is according to William Hill. These odds not <sighs> seem right. Plus 500 for the Eagles.
2: The Cowboys, that that just seems like no value to me. Yeah. But, all right. What do I know? Eh, that Listen, Vegas isn't always... I'm not an expert on sports odds. <laughs> uh,
1: Vegas isn't always right. No. And that's what we like is when they're not right. Generally. That's the best. Yeah. But yeah, that division is uh, that division is an absolute mess, and it's not going to shock me if you get a nine win team in there. Good old nine and eight. I think I think there'll be a better division this year, but it, it'd be hard for them to be worse than they were last year. Nine three six. That's what are the odds of Toronto Maple Leafs will make it to the conference finals? They're going to lose in the first round of playoffs. I, I I'm just telling you, they should crush Montreal. It shouldn't even be close. They're way better than Montreal is. And they're going to wind up losing that series. And if they do get by them, then I think they've got a shot. But it's... Yeah. So
2: you're saying there's a chance. Well,
1: I'm, I'm not very confident, I have to admit. Um, because I've, I've, just, I've seen this act every year. The only positive is they don't have to pay, play Boston in the first round. Because they lose to Boston every year in the first round. So with their luck, they'll get to the semifinals and play Boston.
2: So, um, Fred, do you think you'll make some hockey picks in the playoffs, or the lines too sharp? Oh no, I'll
1: make I'll make picks. I'll okay. have some plays for you. I'll have a especially there's a couple series odds that I kind of like. Um, I I think this is a year where we have a little bit of an advantage because these teams have only played against the ones in their division all year, so they've seen a lot of each other. So you do have enough of a uh, even though playoff hockey intensity goes up a little bit. You do have enough of a sample size of games between teams to to really be able to to dive in, and uh, so yeah, I'll have some I'll have some, uh, some series plays for you. So, and and some game plays. I mean, now they'll be we'll probably not play as many totals, but I will play a lot more underdogs in the playoffs in certain spots. Okay, now doesn't mean I'm going to have a pick for you every night, but. Uh, I'll, I'll have some plays, man. And I feel pretty good about the first two rounds because we do have this sample size. After that, it's going to turn into a crapshoot because I, cause there's no way of knowing. You can look at the, the point totals and say, oh, well, this team was better than them. There's no way of knowing if their division, like the Canadian division to me, it looks really easy. Uh, as much as I like the Golden Knights, the Pacific division was really, really easy. So I kind of think the other two divisions are just better. And the teams that come out of them are going to be better teams, but there's not going to be any way of knowing. So, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. And since we're on gambling, if you uh uh I, I did my first run through on the Preakness today, I'll have everything ready tomorrow for those of you who uh who bought the Triple Crown packages. So uh, all right, just uh I, I I'm leaning towards. It's a little difficult to do this race because
2: I'm not going to watch it. If there's no Mandaloon, I don't care.
1: <laughs> well, I, I think the the problem with the race is the drugged up Baffert horse has to have the lead to win. The other horse that really wants to be on the early lead is the other drugged up Baffert horse. <laughs> and then there's one more horse that's probably drugged up because it's Asmussen, uh, Midnight Bourbon. He wants the lead. They, they wanted the lead in Derby, and he just got, had a terrible break and got bumped. So to me, the whole race hinges on does Baffert try to stiff one of his horses so the other one can run? And if he does, it kind of sets up for midnight bourbon or, or, or the cheater horse. But I will tell you this, there, there's always a long shot in the Preakness that I like at a big price to hit the board. Not saying he's going to win, but, uh, I will, I will just throw this out there now. Unbridled honor, 15 to one morning line. Remember when I was talking about how much I like King Fury in the Derby and yep. then he went and scratched on me right after mm-hmm. I finished all my bets? Uh this horse ran right behind him in the same race. Okay. Same kind of move from way back uh against uh on a track that you don't usually close on. And he's 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 just crying for more distance. Uh he's Todd Pletcher trains him, so he's probably drugged up too. So uh, you know, I think he will come running in the stretch and if he gets third or second, we'll all be happy. That's the plan. All right. Uh Craig, what's up?
2: What's up, Craig? Hello. Hey, sports. Go. You hear me? We hear you, Craig. Action.
3: Oh. Okay. Okay, so hypothetical question. The Texans have the first pick in the draft next season. Who do you see in college football, assuming they're going to pick a quarterback and Deshaun is gone? What does that look like today? And second question, did they trade Deshaun to – Carolina or Miami or whoever it is, what type of player do you think that they
2: would look at with their second kick in the first round? Okay, um, my guess <laughs> is, and again, it's way too early to tell. But I, you know, we've kind of talked, we've hit this a couple times. I think there will be uh, what's the kid's name from Mo- Spencer Rattler will be in the conversation. Rattler. I think Sam Howell will be in the in the conversation. I think Keaton Slovis will be in the conversation.
1: Uh I guess a kid from Liberty's getting a lot of runs. Yeah,
2: uh, Malik Willis. Yeah. Um maybe, yeah. Uh although it's it's rare that a kid from a, a small school like that goes one overall. It's not unheard of, certainly. Uh if if they have a second pick in the first round, it's it, it's gotta be defense. If it, <laughs> you would think it's, you it's would gotta think. be the the best pass rusher or cornerback available on the board. No, they've shown that they don't really care about pass rushers or
1: cornerbacks, so yeah. who knows.
2: Uh yeah, man, I, I the guy I really like and I'm sure and if the Texans don't take a quarterback in the in the first round next season, this Kayvon Thibodeau uh from Oregon is he's good. He is a uh, he is a a legit pass rusher, so I, I I think I think he's a guy that that they would look at.
1: Do we really just answer a twenty twenty two draft yeah. question a, a year out when in it, May of 2021? Yes. Yeah. Is this going to be the show for the next year? Probably. What do you think the Texans will do with their first pick? Yeah. And their second pick. I mean, they haven't had a
2: first pick in, what, three years? I I know.
1: know. Get excited. and You watch. Nick, who's not a draft expert, will trade the pick. You watch. Because he's not a draft expert.
2: I'm not a draft expert. Yeah. (laughs) That's such a great line.
1: (laughs) That's such a great line. Somebody says we all know they'll take a tight end in the first round. That's probably true. Um, And somebody asked, would you post on Twitter your hockey picks? No, I do not post my picks on Twitter. Uh, I like for people to actually listen to the show to be able to get them. Uh, they will be on Sports Map Elite, which uh, will be launching very, very soon. But if uh, if you want the picks, all I ask is you listen to the show. That's it. I mean, free advice. But you know this this is this is our job. This is what we do. I'd kind of like you to listen to that. Twitter don't pay me any money. To post pics. Uh,
2: all right, let me tell you—you you, you know who does pay us money? Carboc, and I pay them respect because they got great beer. That's what—that's what—that's how our deal works, uh, guys. You guys know I love Carboc. Uh, I've been talking for them for a long time, and for good reason. Uh, one of the best breweries in the whole in the whole South, I would say. And they've got something for everyone. If you're looking for an everyday drinker, I think Crawford Bach is right there amongst the best. Uh, whether you're going out to the ballpark, you're floating down the river, you're mowing the lawn, whatever, Crawford Bach always makes those activities better. Uh, Love Street, great beer as well, uh, and, and really, really easy drinker. I, I always think that's a good uh, entry beer if you're if you're used to drinking the uh, the old Big Three and you want to make the jump to craft, I think Love Street's a great beer to, to convert you. And then if you're into IPAs, they've got something for everyone, whether you want the uh, the maltier side of IPAs like the Rodeo Clown or you're looking for a Hazy. They've got the, uh, the the uh, well, they've got Hopadillo, and then they've got the Light Circus for the Hazy and Love Street, uh, tons of them. Guys, check them out online, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow them there uh, to see what the latest goings-on are. And when you're out and about, make sure you grab yourself some Carbox.
0: That sounds great. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
1: And we are back on The Blitz. Guess who else was preparing for life without their quarterback? Sue the Packers signed?
2: Blake Bortles. Go! God. I mean, imagine you're Jordan Love and like really imagine you're a Packer fan and Aaron Rodgers might leave your team because of Jordan Love. But your team also thinks they don't trust Jordan Love enough that they need to sign Blake Bortles.
1: Hey, he got to an AFC championship game. How how many of those has Deshaun Watson been to? Oof. (laughs) I'm just asking.
2: Hasn't Mitch Trubisky been to an NFC championship game?
1: I I don't know. if Maybe they did. I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't I think might so. be wrong. I don't think so. whatever.
2: They, 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 listen. It's, 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 call me when Blake Bortles wins an AFC Championship game. All right. Blake Bortles stinks. Well, it's going to be
1: hard for him to win one when he's playing for the Packers, AJ. But
2: imagine, imagine you like you think so little of Jordan Love that you're like, "Guess we better get Blake Bortles in case Jordan Love doesn't work out."
1: I don't feel too sorry for Packer fan. They had all those years of Brett Favre, and they had all those years of Aaron Rodgers. Let them text in it for a while. You yeah, <laughs> know, poor that's... Joel. Hey, he's had a good run. I like Joel, but his team's had a good run. It's it's time for a new team to step up. My Jaguars, a new hero. Yes, it's the hero we need. The Jaguars. So, yeah, I, I I'm okay with them fading back into mediocrity thats that's perfectly fine with me
2: I don't know I don't remember the last time they were mediocre in my life they've pretty much always been in contention because of those two guys mm. uh,
1: yeah i'm trying to I'm trying to think of the last time I know they had a, they had a few off years here and there usually when Rogers got hurt
2: yeah but I mean, for the most part they've been at, at a minimum competitive
1: yeah yeah it's been a long stretch you don't you know that's uh as a fan, you should appreciate that. Yep. You kind of been the remember the Atlanta Braves when they were good yeah. every year? Only won one World Series, but they were good every year? That's kind of you. That's that's a good run. Uh I'm sorry asking what was worse, crow or pickles? Pickles. The crow <laughs> the crow was at least uh What had, about the spicy pickle beer? Uh that I mean that wasn't even as bad as just the pure pickle. Okay. Cuz at least the spice kind of eh. The Bloody Mary pickle beer, yeah, and I hate Bloody Mary too. So by then you're just throwing something I hate on top of something I hate, like that's like ex-wives. I mean, I can't hate it anymore. It's just gross. But um, uh, no, I I think uh, the the problem with the crow, the guy cooked it and at least made it, you know, edible. But my stomach felt wrong for like a month. (laughs) Like I'd eaten a crow. Like like I it felt like I'd eaten like a spoonful of dirt and it just stayed in my stomach for a month. That's what it felt like. At least the pickle thing, you basically throw up and move on.
2: Probably should have purged like the next day. If it wouldn't feel that good.
1: Uh, I tried, you know, just wasn't anything I could do about it. Really? Go down to really get Ipecac. Well, you're talking about one of the dumb things to do in life. Eating a freaking crow. Not as bad as doing pickle beer, but it, some of the dumb things that I've done for this show, the sacrifices I've made for the people, eating crow and pickle beer and all kinds of other stupid stuff, I think you would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Uh, so, 5 o'clock, can we uh, go through all the opening lines and see if anything jumps out at you? Okay. Um I didn't want to mention something too a lot of there's a lot of stuff going around about how you know this Deshaun Watson thing because it's so quiet it must be getting settled I'm I'm just going to tell you I've been told by someone who's got a pretty good relationship with some of the people involved they're not close to a settlement so the silence is not really surprising at this point because you know they've got the number of cases they're going to have, but as far as the settlement, I'm hearing it's not close. Now I can change. Um, there's a lot of times where things come together really fast, but I, I don't, I, I don't think that's going to be the case here. Yeah. So if if that's kind of what you're hoping for, and if, if I'm the Texans, well, first off, I'm not a Texan expert, but if I'm the Texans at this point, hey, I don't care how long it takes. You either don't show up, or you do show up, and you can ride the pine behind Taylor until we find find a trade partner. That's uh oh yeah prostate exam on air. Remember that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <sighs> Boomtown Rad on Twitter asked, "What are the odds that Mike Trout and Otani finish the season?" Uh man, I, I'd put it sixty uh, percent. Listen. I, I, it was a nice win for the Astros last night, and
1: about yeah, Lance McCullers last
2: night. Yeah, it looked very good. God.
1: he's tremendous. He's the best.
2: If you he's got don't the best curveball, I, I mean, if you don't enjoy watching Shohei Otani, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like that, that guy is so fun to me, uh, and I, I could really care less about the Angels, but they've got a a chunk of their order with. Trout, Otani, and, and Walsh—that is just—they're just fun to watch. Like, and, uh, they, they can't pitch for. I mean, Otani's a pretty decent pitcher. Besides him, it, it's a—it's a bunch of garbage, and their bullpen's bad. They're a bad team, but those three guys. It's, it's worth watching. It's for me. It, I mean, it's like watching the Astros. You know, the the middle of their order, and and it's kind of similar now because the the bottom of their order is garbage now, just like you know most teams in the league. Uh, but yeah, I I I, I want to watch the Angels play. I like watching the Angels and the Astros because I, I like watching those three guys play, and I particularly like it when Otani pitches because I just think it's fascinating.
1: I, I also like Rendon, who's been hurt. You put yeah, him in that lineup. Yeah. That's a it's a fun lineup, and um, obviously, I want the Astros to beat him. But I, I enjoy watching that team. They're, and you're right. I mean, Otani is, is he's unique. You know, you don't see that kind of stuff. And oh yeah, let's take him off the mound, and <laughs> stick him out in the outfield. Cool. Yeah, I love that. Of course, you do that all the time with your your kids.
2: Right, but I mean, this is like the
1: highest of high well, levels. Said
2: this morning, it's like treat him like a little leaguer. You're yeah. done pitching, cool. Get out there. I yeah. still need you to play. <laughs> but yeah, run, I, run a lap around like, the field uh, first. <laughs> it's hey, all right. Come, on, uh, you go. You walk out to the mound to take the ball, and you like point to shortstop, and you're like, "All right, let's go." And then you say, "Hey, where are you going? Don't go sit down. You're going to center field." Like it, that's what it's like.
1: Uh, Dick Williams says the Angels may be the team he hates least in the AL Central now that Pooholes is gone.
2: In the in ALS, yeah. Um, I, I've
1: always, you see, I'm, I'm always the guy who says the Angels will be better than you think this year, and I'm always wrong. Like well, oh, it's because they, they still have no pitching. Yeah. Right? Uh, but I, I've always, I mean, Mike Trout, he's one of the few guys you pay to watch play.
2: And it's hard to cheer against the Mariners because they're the Mariners. It's like, yeah, I mean, they're it's like, like cheering ch- against a disabled kid uh, or something. Yeah, it's, just, it's like cheering against a puppy. Yeah, yeah, like they're harmless. Yeah,
1: I mean, some some people hate puppies. So there's probably people who hate the Mariners.
2: They might bite you, but it's like they're biting you because they want you to play with them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a nip. It's just they're nipping it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get that, and like I mean, the Rangers are the same way. The Rangers are terrible, but you at least understand why there's you know a, a rivalry. I, 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 well,
1: you know what? It kind of sucked because when the the Rangers were actually good, the Astros sucked. Yeah, and then the Astros got good, and the Rangers completely yeah. sucked. So it's really hard to work up a hatred for the Rangers. Uh, I mean, their fans were obnoxious when they were good, but guess what? Astros fans are obnoxious now.
2: But I do like that, that. That To me, that's the best thing that happened with the move to the AL is that Texas and the Astros play each other yeah. w- in division regularly and, now. As much as I... Because it was so hard to like fake a rivalry when it was like, well, they do play for the silver boot. Like woo! that somehow creates a real rivalry. It's a like silver
1: uh, boot. Hell, yeah. I'm going to get two of those. And then I'm going to get one for each foot. How about that? Um, no, I, I. you know what? I'll say this however many years later. Don't miss the National League at all. No. I, I, I think they've established themselves as a uh, they've established rivalries in the AL. I mean, the, the Yankees thing has become pretty big. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm OK with it now. Somebody says hope the A's move to Vegas just to stick it to Oakland fan. Me too. Uh, that wouldn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I've seen...
2: I've heard lots of rumors about that. I mean, the, I know it Vegas looks like look, Oakland yeah. can't get a a deal done. And Vegas is one of the bigger markets that doesn't have an MLB team. Vegas
1: will have an MLB team sometime in the next five years. I, and whether it's Oakland or, I've or heard, somebody else. I've
2: heard Austin is interested in trying to get them. Which uh, is,
1: another one that I found very interesting, Vancouver. Hmm.
2: Um, Nashville is too, I believe.
1: Okay. yeah. Boy. Those are, those are all go, good cities.
2: I used to go to Nashville Sounds games when I was there. Like, their their stadium was crummier than my high school stadium. Like, it was just... It was a terrible, terrible place to watch baseball. So, I, I, like, they would... It might be the one stadium worse than Oakland Stadium. So, I, I'm guessing Nashville would have to build them a new stadium. But, yeah, there's a lot of places. And, I, honestly, I think... You know, Oakland is one of those places where because the Giants are right there, and the Giants are all—they're always going to be the more popular right. of the two teams. Right. And they, you know, they've got a great ballpark on the waterfront. I, I just think it's—it's it's probably in Oakland's best interest to take their act somewhere else. And Oakland fan will be pissed about it, but
1: eh, yeah, you got—they're the, mad the Warriors jumped across the bay. I mean, but there's there's a reason for that. They built new stadiums over yeah. there, and Giants have a nice stadium, and there's money there, yeah. Oakland, not so much. Um, somebody says uh, if they move to Vegas, they could rename and change the name to the Aces. That's the WNBA team. You can't steal their name. Oh, damn it, Las Vegas Aces. Damn it. But I, I think San Antonio would be a really intriguing option. I know we don't talk about that a lot, but I I, I like cities like that. I think Nashville adding a third team might be a bit much, but. Like, a city like San Antonio could handle one one more pro team, I think, to go with the Spurs.
2: Or Austin, who doesn't have Austin, one at all. Yeah.
1: Or, or you put them halfway between, like, uh, right on, on the highway there where Ratama Park is, yeah. for instance, and you get draw from San Antonio and Austin. All right. Of course, the traffic on that freaking highway is ridiculous yeah. as it is. All right, quick break. It's The Blitz on ESPN 97. 592.5. And put your money on it.